candy hearts scrawled with phrases like kiss me and xoxo to crimson love notes and everything in between, Valentine's Day is certainly in full swing here at the University of Maryland. But dating looks different for everyone, and there are a variety of standards and preferences that students have when it comes to love. Hi, I'm Julia Bischoff, and welcome to Offbeat by the Diamondback. This is just part one in our two-part exploration into dating in College Park. Today, our team spoke to students to learn more about what the dating scene around town looks like. Let's hear what they have to say. I am currently dating somebody. Um, I've been in a relationship for a while now, so it's been actually pretty good. I'm taken, yeah. yeah. Single. Single and desperate. <laughs> Uh, in a relationship. Single. <laughs> I'm currently single, very much so. I'm single. I'm taken. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I think in, in general, relationships aren't easy. So. Yeah. Um, like it's, it doesn't just fall right into place. It's fine dating in college. It, I know it's traditionally kind of like unstable. I don't think that, especially like dating life in general i would hate to be still on those apps swiping left and right trying to play guessing games and having dull lol conversations all the time yeah. do you think like finding people on dating apps is like a good way to like find people i feel like for a long term probably not because it's like kind of hard to like like the likelihood of you finding someone that matches you perfectly just from their profile is like pretty slim so it's like a lot of hit and miss yeah but i guess it's like the, one of the best ways to do it now yeah oh that i meet people oh <laughs> definitely the bars i don't have any dating apps i never have i love looking at my friends but i never have because i i don't know i'm not as you know like i feel like you have to be pretty outgoing to like do respond to that sometimes i just am not yeah. i feel like the only way that i've been quote unquote meeting people has been like going out like to the bars and stuff but those aren't really the type of people that like you'd be in a long-term relationship with anyway so yeah just the vibes around here i'm like i don't want to go meet people at loonies pretty friendly so i just meet people naturally like i haven't tried any dating apps haven't tried like what's this thing called blind first blind dates or mm. whatever but instagram mostly okay the dms it goes down in the dms yeah, no, I feel like a lot of people that I know that are also single also tell me that, like, this is just not the place that they feel like they want to meet people. Like, we're so close to, like, D.C., like, we can go there. I don't know. They're just, like, not this campus in particular. I don't know. Every And everyone that has a boyfriend, they don't go here. Have some of the people you've been dating have been at UMD or, like... Only one. Well, as a taken woman, how did you meet your significant other? In high school. They don't go here. Oh, yeah. Has it been hard? It has been, but like you make it work and it's okay. Uh, no, actually I met them the summer, well, I met them a few years prior to us um, dating, but we started dating the summer before my freshman year. Okay. And yeah. do they go to UMD? They don't. We went to the same high school, we're high school sweetheart. Oh, wow. Do they go here? No. It's hard nowadays to realize like who real people actually are you know like we have such a tendency to look at how you appear or look at how you appear on your social media or if somebody doesn't seem how they appear or how you think they appear people automatically are like oh they're lying they're lying but just talk to them you know like i think communication is so important being an older student i feel like that Toxic is a great word to describe a college dating scene. I think um, I remember that from my undergrad. Um, from my perspective, there isn't much of one, you know, for master students. You do get a lot more picky. Um, 
And I think a lot of that boils down to experiences that you have and things that you've learned in your younger relationships. But it's still very, very hard. Some, it's like really difficult to meet anybody who wants to do something that's like long term in a way that isn't just for like the four years that you're here. Um, then again, I don't really know that anybody during our like era of life, like you know, in the like 18 to 20 something, like young 20s, is really looking for that. I think if you have a standard that you want to meet and there's specific things that are like green flags and red flags, listen to it and like listen to like the, in, you know, the inner like, oh, this is kind of like a red flag for me. Are there any green flags? My green flag would just be like communication as in like, just tell me how you're feeling. Cause like we can't really work anything out if you're not gonna be open to a conversation. I like when they pay on the first date. <laughs> Big green flag. Yeah. Or at least offer. I don't know if it's just me because I'm biased with my girlfriend, but I don't really see any red flags in it. You have to like put certain boundaries with your relationship and you have to communicate with that with your partner, obviously, which is why communication is such a green flag. So I feel like someone who's easygoing. So like if we automatically are just like chatting and like it's going well, then I might try to get your number or something. Having like goals, or like a vision of some sort, a yeah, plan. Be confident and like bold. And if you find someone attractive, I think that's okay to share, but also just know when to stop. I think green flags are definitely, you know, like asking you how you feel and wanting to know how, you know, how you perceive certain situations because we all have different experiences. Thanks so much for listening to Offbeat. I'm your host, Julia Bischoff. If you liked this episode, be sure to come back at the end of the month where we dive deeper into the modern dating scene and talk to more students about their experiences. Today's episode is brought to you with the help of our assistant editor, Grace Capetemi, and our two reporters, Megan Barnes and Fatima Yazdi. Our music this month is by Music L Files. Follow the Offbeat on Twitter at dbkoffbeat and follow the Diamondback on Twitter and Instagram at the dbk. You can find a transcript of this episode at dbknews.com. If you like this episode, tell your friends and tune in next time.